This Fantasy Life. Welcome to This Fantasy Life, a fantasy football podcast for our league and yours. I'm Chris. And I'm John. And I'm Brandon. And it is week three, episode three, season three. It's all the threes coming up. We're rolling. Oh, actually, it's episode four, isn't it? I don't yeah, we keep forgetting about the preseason. It's but week three. We it don't, it we is don't week three. Anymore. It is episode four, week three, season three. We should three. ask a listener to keep track of all this for us. Well, somebody should do that. Like but a Reddit or something. We have had a really busy week, oh and gosh. we are here on a Wednesday. I'm consumed by football right consumed, now. Consumed, absolutely. Yeah, yep. And we are in the home that we're in the castle of the king tonight. We're in the king's castle. Welcome, king's castle uh, on a Wednesday, which might be the next and more regular day we're gonna see. But we're on a Wednesday, which means we have a whole new segment. What is coming that? Up. Well, don't I'm spoiler. Excited. What it's about tease us? It involves cuts. Your big tease. And more importantly, it involves Brian Adams. Ooh. So look forward to that. Like it. In the biz, I think they call that a tease. Oh, well, I get teased a lot. Um, so yes, this Fantasy Life, a fantasy football podcast based here in Columbus, Ohio, um, covering leagues around the states. You can contact us on several venues. You can contact us on the email, thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. You can do that for a couple of reasons. You can ask us advice. If you have no one else to talk to, um, you can contact us on Twitter. All right. I, no, don't contact us if you have no one else to talk to. I do no. not want that baggage. There are not a lot of people all. out there who maybe like they're the only person they know who plays fantasy football. Oh, about fantasy hey, football. I thought you just meant anything. Yeah, you should be more specific. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I've got weeds and I don't know what to do. There are like dark corners of our listener base yeah, that <laughs> yeah. might really take advantage of that. Yes. Um, you can also be on the bus, which is a segment where we feature fantasy football podcast or um, not podcast leagues. There are no other central ohio fantasy football podcast at all that we know of um so yeah contact us for advice um on your team your league if you want to get your league featured on the show um you can also contact us on the twitter sphere at tf lifers johnny how's the tweets going it's been a little slow in the last couple of weeks you know sometimes the job gets in the (laughs) the (laughs) w-a-y so Uh, it's been a little a little light, but I'm yeah. trying to get back there. Yeah, you're so. really on fire in the summer. Yeah, the summer was really pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. You were tweeting a whole lot. And football in the summer is yeah. a good, good yes. thing to tweet about. Yes. More yeah. importantly, uh, you could leave us a review over on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Or any podcast service that you uh, frequent or spread the word about our podcast. We know that if you're listening, there are nine other or maybe even 11 other people that also know about fantasy football um, so spread the word, get us that listener base up, the more the merrier here on TFL. And we are going to provide you with better than mediocre advice and yes. news and all kinds of entertainment. Yes. Um, and I'm going to be drinking uh, a victory beverage later in the, oh, an- another oh. tease, a victory beverage later in the episode. So stay tuned for that. Always good audio, uh, people just drinking or eating on, on the air. And my contribution to today's podcast is brought to you by the good people at Voodoo Ranger, mm, yes. who are providing me with a special release pumpkin, first one of the season. We have lots of sponsors today. We have Absolutely. Platform, uh, somewhere in particular, nowhere in particular, in fact. Um, so yeah, all, all around good stuff. Atomic pumpkin. Try it. Let's get right in. Let's do it. Week th- uh, week three is behind us. No, week two is behind us. Week three is ahead this of us. Week three coming um, And unlike all those other um, fools in the fantasy football world, we always admit when we're wrong, and that's how we're going to start off today. Wrong, 
Johnny, were you wrong last week? You know, I was just, uh, it's unusual, I know. And some people might even say I mispronounced a name or two. I, I don't think they were listening correctly. Yeah. But it is Antonio Brown, not Anthony Brown. You said that? I might have oh said gosh. that. Maybe just a Maybe I did. Slip. But I also thought Devin Singletary, a sort of RB2 for Buffalo behind the ever-ageless Frank Gore was going to have a good game. And he was doing okay. Devin Singletary, for the number of times he's rushed, has already amassed a 12.7 yard a carry average. What? He's got a, he's got a touchdown and about 40 yards of passing. And then this week, he pulled a hammy. Aww. And it was one of those things they even mentioned. It was like when he's running down the field and all of a sudden you see him kind of slow up and start hopping and grab that leg. Been there. And I, that seems dangerous to me. Those yeah. things, those soft tissue things almost never heal. Wait a second. But... Does that mean that Frank Gore is the starting Frank running Gore back? is RB1. For the 2-0 and o Buffalo Bills? He was already the starting he running back. He was already the starting running back. Does that mean that back, Frank Gore is knew. still the starting running back? He's now the only running back. That's awesome. Everybody knew Singletary was going to take his place. Yeah. Yeah. Like It was just a matter of time. And now he has solidified himself as that RB1. 36 carries a game, 250 yards, all of that. Yeah, I, I would never imply sabotage here. But Ooh, you think he did something to his hammy? <laughs> pulled a Tanya Harding? <laughs> I didn't say that. I mean, I didn't say that. You didn't say that he pulled a Tanya Harding. For anybody who knows medical things, maybe they could tell us how you can cause somebody to pull a hamstring. Maybe he tripped him. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not you heard it here you, first, folks. You keep not saying very controversial things. All right. So that was my wrong. Chris, yeah. were you wrong? I was. I thought our boy Duke Johnson was going to have a good game, and that didn't happen. I also thought Latavius Murray was going to have a good game, but that didn't happen. I don't understand why people have been on the Duke Johnson train. He's, that, he's well, always been mediocre. Well, he was a perfect example of a week one, not a thing. Yep. Like, not a real thing. So, sorry about that, everybody. And Murray was all... I mean, the Saints are a different team now with Teddy Bridgewater out there. Are they? Um, so? Yeah, just a little bit. You know, just <laughs> 20 billion passing yards difference in a thousand touchdowns. Um, but yeah, both those guys didn't pan out. Um, King, were you wrong about anything? I was. Yeah. So, I said last week that John Ross was going to be. Yes, I remember the guy that. Vivid. Well, Cincinnati. I mean, we'll get to that game later, but go on. We will. We will. Um, and he really wasn't. He had, I think, maybe four or five targets. Um, and that wasn't until super late in the game. Uh, but that leads me into another thing about being right. You may be right. That's what in the business we call a segue, Brandon. Thank you. I planned it very well, as you can tell. You did. Smooth. Um, I was also right about John Ross because despite seeing very little action, he did have 112 yards and a touchdown. What? Well, how are you wrong about him? Yeah, you were so right. Well, but he, he... Is this just your way of leading into the, <laughs> the I'm right yeah. thing? Don't you bastardize that we were wrong segment. Well, I was wrong about the amount of t- attention that he would get, but I was right about him getting fantasy points. Yeah, I believe in the yards? kids' yeah. vernacular, we call this a humble brag. Yes, hashtag. I think that's what it is. Weird flex, but okay. Right. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Well, I was right, too, in the same game. Let's stick with that Cincinnati Niners game. That's going to come up a lot today. Um, I was right about Joe Mixon really not being a factor. You Joe want Mixon. Some? You want some? <laughs> uh, yeah, Joe Mixon not yeah. really um, not really a star there on Sunday. I mean, that's pretty safe. Were any of the Bengals really a factor? Uh, apparently, John Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Besides uh, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I have said since we did our draft that Joe Mixon is not going to have a great year. 
You did say I that. The Bengals are going to be playing from behind a lot. Yep. He's he's going to be an early in the game kind of guy, and then he's not going to see much. So once again, you're right. It happens. Did, did you get John Ross on your team? Uh, I have him now. Yeah. But you didn't start him. I did start him. Oh, nice. Good yeah. for you. And I still lost. So Ooh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sad. Yeah. John, you weren't right about anything, right? Um, we can skip it. I was right. Aaron oh. Rodgers is still a douche. Oh, man. Yes. Those new commercials, though, with oh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It's, they're like worse them. than the Joe Montana Sketcher commercials. Well, those are really good. No, are they? So, okay. Uh, brought to you today by Sketchers. All right. Um, so normally we talk about news after being wrong and right, but the big news are the injuries, and that's Johnny's segment. So we're not going to spoil, but turns out some pretty big injuries this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got it all for you. Um, but there was a little bit of tidbit out there about Melvin Gordon, um, who he is confident he's going to play, but this doesn't seem like he's going to play for those San Diego Chargers. Mm. Um, John, what did you hear about that? Um, he just t- he tweeted out that he guarantees that he will be playing sometime this year. And I think the rule is that by November mid sometime, he has to sign with a team and be on a team to accrue the credit for this year. So if you're, you know, you're doing the whole Le'Veon Bell thing, you're thinking, okay, he's got to sign by November so that he can accrue that season. Uh, but he guarantees that he's going to be playing somewhere. I, I don't know. The Chargers can put that... Uh, franchise tag on him and then they could just keep him they could just say no you're not going anywhere but that was his guarantee uh, one of the, and we said one of the few times when melvin gordon has actually spoken out really he's been relatively quiet through the whole process just gonna say that yeah I, apart from this tweet i respect how it's just very low-key they're not causing a lot of drama i mean well even it, the tweet was his apologies to the fans yeah and that uh, he, he did say something about good talent can't be off the field or something so um, and I could see San Diego making a deal because Eckler, I mean, they're they're up, they're fine. Eckler is a, a workhorse back there, and I mean, Melvin Gordon's a great running back, but in essence, they don't need Melvin Gordon right now. And in more news, I'm sure we're going to talk about this more, but there are three really bad teams in this league, and like historically bad. Well, yes, and one of them is the New York Jets. Yes, and there are two uh, two defensive backs right now who are super pissed. And I don't even really know who they are. One guy, I think his last name is Johnson. I guess he's like the third or fourth paid, highest paid cornerback in the league, or safety. Hmm. But uh, he's, he uh, was benched last week for the Browns game. Hmm. And I, those decisions are good. Yeah, I saw today both. So the other team we're alluding to is the Dolphins. And I think both the Dolphins and the Jets have historically um, huge margin of victories for next week. So Jets are playing the Patriots. And the Dolphins are playing somebody sure. who we're going to edit this in later who also <laughs> is good. Um, but yeah, it's like 20-point spread, which are like nothing at all. Uh, and so who is the third worst team in the league? One, two, three. Bengals. The Giants. Oh. 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 Um, so the Giants. Giants, are, Giants, oh. Giants, Giants, Giants. The Giants are also really bad. And uh, they've got a lot Don't of... Don't turn my mic off. A lot of injuries, a lot of things going on there, and uh, they have just said that Eli Manning mm-hmm. is no longer going to be the quarterback for the NFL New York Giants. And it, wouldn't it be nice if Chris had something to say about this? Chris, do you have something to say about this? It's so weird that his microphone just stopped working. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not really sure what happened there. <laughs> is my mic off? <laughs> That's a bummer. Um, um, your Dallas Cowboy played the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys yes. played the Dolphins. Yes, good. and we're going to talk about that later. Yes, yes. I, I knew I knew that. Uh, but so they're um, so who's the quarterback for the Giants? The guy they just well, got in a different world that'd be big news. 
Yes. But really, I think that happened today and nobody really cared. Well, but it is still kind of big news because Eli Manning has two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs. It's crazy that you think that he is that kind of quarterback. And now in just kind of a low-key way, they're like, okay, you're done. Well, so, I mean, maybe like rapid fire here, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Well, that's always been the question. Exactly. And we know that Peyton is is easily going to be that guy. Yes. And so, um, is Eli, I mean, he's got the stats, but this is a horrible way to go out. On the spot, but are there any quarterbacks that have won two Super Bowls who would not be an automatic Hall of Famer? Can't think of many. Oh, a lot right. of one-timers out there. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't tell you, like, who won two Super Bowls, so... Wow. And, and you have a podcast about football? Well, shameful. That. All right, so those are some news. Big news, though, are injuries. We're going to get to those later in the show. Next... We're going to talk about the worst bench decision in our league last week. Um, So our commish, unfortunately, benched Vance McDonald, um, who uh, he benched him for his other tight end, which was Jimmy Graham. uh, Or no, sorry, which was uh, Delaney Walker. um, And no, No. D. Waller from Oakland. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Waller. Hardly knew her. Boom. Um, But uh, he could have started Vance McDonald, and he did not. Which is unfortunate. He surely had done that. Bad news. Yeah. Um, I would like to say I was the victim of the worst bench decision. I seem like it was just everything I thought was a good idea. It turned out to be a bad idea. Uh, Thursday night, I had the choice between DJ Moore and Chris Godwin. And I went Moore. Godwin threw up 28 points. Moore still threw up 17, but Godwin still threw up a bunch of points. Then on Sunday, I had the choice between Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown, mm. and I picked Josh Gordon, and of course, Which, we know what Antonio Brown did. We were all on your side, though. Yeah. Like, that was oh, yeah. insane. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I mean, Antonio, he threw up 15 points, but Josh Gordon did not. Yeah. Now, so the big question would be Antonio Brown this week, and I feel like I have to go there, yes. but chasing, that, chasing those numbers really sucks. Wouldn't surprise you if you put up two catches for 10 yards. Not a bit. Yeah. yeah. Or didn't even play. Uh, Schilling also made some poor decisions. He left Calvin Ridley on the bench, uh, who ended up with 26 points. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we're still in that kind of early part of the year where we just don't know who these people are. Um, Ridley, Godwin, great examples. Like, who are they? What are those teams even? And they're, they're those receivers, like your you know receiver three, your RB2s, that, or your flex, that you're just not sure quite what to do. And it, you're not maybe your team's still fine. You're not out there on the waiver wire picking up a bunch of people quite yet. But we're just not sure who these guys are yet. Yeah, and last week, uh, well, in week one, Aaron Jones with the Green Bay Packers throws up uh, basically a goose egg, about four points. And then this week against a vaunted Minnesota defense, he goes 116 yards, two touchdowns, yep. and a few um, a few passing yards. I mean, this this crazy game, fantasy football, it who can predict crazy, it? That's why we're here. It's wild. All right, so standings in our league, um, pretty up and down. We have four teams at 0-2. And four teams at 2-0. and oh. So leading the way with the most points in the league is Prescott D's Nuts Smith. 319 total points, 2-0, and oh, leading that division. Uh, right behind him, though, is uh, me. Pop Laga drop at 315 points. Smith, I'm coming for that point lead. Let's go. Who's got that third place uh, number? Third place number would be you, John, another podcaster. Mm um scuds looks like that dress really paid off he fly kegels fly with 238 points two and oh as well um one on one we got you king took a loss this week unfortunately yeah. same uh sean finally got his first win yeah, and was then me. um the commish hans and Schilling 
and the Vulture uh, have all lost uh, two in a row. And I believe if we did this podcast and we looked back three years, every year we would see that we were saying, and what about this Hans guy? This Hans fella. Aside from, the, of course, the best three teams in the league, who has the most points that's not number four? Yeah, uh, Hans. Hans. He's really good All, at that. Always gets a lot yes. of points, always has to struggle to get wins, always seems to run up against a, yep. uh, a tough team. Well, I would say uh, one problem with that could be that he hasn't named his team yet, which is um, really a problem. Is he doing that on purpose? Um, no, because you know him. He also doesn't listen to this podcast, so we can say anything about him <laughs> we want. All right, we're taking a quick break. On the other side of this break, we're going to have a brand new segment. Get excited. transitioning into we think a wednesday recording schedule so the waiver wire is going to be out which means we might have to retire hames down to the wire which is such a great such a good song. great track love that transition great track however that only gives us an opportunity to have a new drop what would that be so we're going to talk about every single week some uh, like activity in the league transactions that we see happening in our league but more importantly we're going to get in to some deep Cuts. Now it cuts like a knife, but it feels so right. Yeah. That feels so right, Brian Adams. God, he's so right. All right, so some deep cuts. So some guys that maybe are still out there. If you're really desperate, uh, my deep cut for the week is uh, Mr. Aguilar over on the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. That receiving core is pretty banged up. Uh, Mr. Jeffrey, not looking good. Mr. Deshaun Jackson, not looking good. Uh, Wentz has got to throw to somebody, and it might not be a long-term spot on your roster, uh, but Aguilar, I think for this week, if you need somebody, I think he's a guy to pick up, and I think he's available in many leagues, including ours. I don't know. That team, Aguilar and Jeffrey, those guys, they all give me fits. Yep, I, I agree. They, the Aguilar took one under the ribs, though, didn't he? Didn't he get hurt, or was that Jeffrey? That was Jeffrey. Okay. Yeah. Could have been both. I don't know. Who yeah, knows? They, they, they were, were all the same. dropping like flies in that yes. Eagles game. Yeah. It, was, it was like every play. Carson Wentz went in, did a concussion. Like, how do we tell? Yeah. yeah, Johnny, I think there's a cowboy that could be a nice little there is, cut. And, and this is one of those things. Like um, any any player, any team that's playing against the Miami Dolphins, you can pick every guy on that team, even the defensive uh, backs. Uh, but Randall Cobb. Surprising little fellow there. Took over Cole Beasley's spot, and Cole Beasley was pretty um, pretty productive in that spot. And now he's he's kind of the mid-range, uh, 20, 25-yard player when they need a, a fairly long pass, but not something that's like a post route. They use Randall Cobb. Already averaging 12 points a game. Well, kind of a sink or swim guy maybe, but even better than Michael Gallup is out. Well, Michael Gallup is hurt. Two to four and, weeks. And we don't know what's going to happen to him. So uh, against Miami, this might be the guy. Yeah, and, we see a lot of these like veteran receivers hopping in for a few games, being pretty clutch for young quarterbacks, and I think Cobb might fit that role. He's in about 25% of the league. So oh, pick that fella up. Okay. Um, so, do you have any deep cuts, Brandon? Uh, you know that I do. Let's go. Um, DJ Chark. Excuse me? DJ Chark. Sure. From the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh my gosh. Oh, I thought I saw him at the club last week. DJ Chark. Oh, <laughs> he is my second favorite DJ. Uh, right behind Kid Money Kermeens. Shout out. Oh, oh shout oh. out Kid Money. <laughs> wicka, wicka, wicka. I know you're not listening, but just in case. But what if he did? Oh, uh, that would be so amazing. DJ, Kid Money, if you're listening, you have got to be a guest on the show. <laughs> 
Um, but no, seriously, Chark averaging 22 <laughs> points a no, game. No, but seriously, kid money. <laughs> you should be on the show. 22 points a game um, available Jeez. in 65% of leagues. Oh, my God. That's like, that's like an actual advice, King. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, may not be a super solid play this week against Tennessee. What is he, a receiver? Yes. Um, but he's got Denver next week. Uh, Carolina allows some points. New Orleans allows some points. Cincinnati allows some points. Yeah. So I think maybe not great this week, but moving forward, sure. I think he's a good play. Um, so some transactions that happen in our league. Uh, the two hot pickups, I think, are both Ravens. Uh, Marquise Brown, I think all of us tried to get. Unfortunately, our commissioner got him instead. However, controversial decision, he dropped Vance McDonald to pick him up. Now, I think the commission has another tight end in the wings there. However, I think Vance McDonald is a very solid choice at tight end right now. Well, as we're going to hear in the injury report, there are a lot of tight ends getting hurt. So it, th- those are, are premium guys if you yes. have one that can give you decent points every week. Well, again, we keep teasing this very epic injury report, but the quarterback over in Pittsburgh is no longer with us. Um, and Vance McDonald, I think, is going to be a huge safety net for that young qu- quarterback. Um, I, he, got, he had the most targets once Mason Rudolph came in last week. Um, I think if Vance McDonald is unavailable in your league, and even if you have a tight end, you know, when a bye week comes up, I mean, I think Vance is a very solid option. Um, the other hot uh, pickup from the Ravens was that tight end, Mark Andrews. Uh, I think he has averaged 20 points as well the first two games. Um, the Ravens, again, I'm not sure if we know exactly who they are. Um, they almost like are like mimicking Saints activity where like they're i mean who knows who's going to get the touchdowns this week but as, as for right now mark andrews uh a tight end is scoring some major points well hans dropped daryl henderson to pick up mark yes. andrews i also a risk i think there are only so many play only players that can score for the ravens and they've already got ingram they've got jackson they've got brown i mean there are only so many points and they played some teams that they can score against but eventually they're going to be playing some teams that are going to be have a little stronger defense uh, so I don't know, Daryl Henderson. That's a nice handcuff for um, Gurley. For Gurley, and, and, and who we, knows what's going to happen to him. We could be wrong about the Ravens. Maybe they are going to score forty points every single week. However, I don't think that's true, especially when they get into some division games. Um, but who knows? But yeah, I think you're right. I think um, the Ravens are questionable, but those are the hottest pickups this week. Um, we also saw some action. Sean, of course, so busy on those waiver wires. Oh my golly, he changed um, his whole team. He picked he got up the ageless Frank he Gore. He did, of course. I mean, well, Sean <laughs> is my hero because not only did he pick up Frank Gore, former Niner, he also picked up current Niner, Mr. Mustard, Colonel Mustard from the San Francisco 49ers, uh, who put a beating over on those Bengals. Um, yeah, so Sean is just a supporter of good teams, good players. I just really appreciate that. I guess you just can't cut the mustard. No. And then, um, Hans also dropped Marquise Valdez-Scantling and picked up Terry McLaurin. Uh, he's chasing right now, and I think that's something to look for. Like, you're picking up the players that are hot each time, but I, I really think Scantling is going to be a player to look for. Aaron Rodgers is not shy about throwing the ball around. Well, Brandon, speaking of Hans chasing things, he was chasing you a little bit this week. Uh, he twas. Twas indeed. <laughs> twas. Twere you to explain it to us. <laughs> Twere would be... Twites, great. Well, twixt these segments, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so, there's a trade offer. <laughs> anyways, yes, Hans course. offered me a trade today. Oh, he did? Uh, he offered to give me Derrick Henry and Carry On Johnson. Carry on my wayward son. Right? For the team name on team names alone. Right. Yeah, thought about he it. got a lot of options there. Um, but he wanted Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, nope. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, you have a solid player right there that's going to give you every week. You would, yeah, that would be silly. Carry on plays for Detroit. Yeah, I have who, no, as a no winner sure. beat the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, but, but Christian McCaffrey had the most fantasy points last year. And you're not scared about Cam Newton being like kind of hurtish? No, that just means they're going to hand the ball off more. All right. And throwing shorter passes, yeah. and he loves short passes. So, so not, not even for yeah. a second did you entertain this notion. No, not at all. I get very confident. It would be really hard to give up your number one pick. Yeah. You'd have to give a really good idea of what you want. All right, well, that's our new segment, Deep Cuts. I love it. If you have a deep cut and want to send those in to uh, our podcast, we would love for you to do that. Hit us up on the Twitter or the Gmail. Speaking of where you can hit us up on the Gmail, you could do that also to get on the bus. The Bus is our weekly segment where we hit up and review leagues around the state of Ohio, this great state of ours. If you would like to be on the bus, email us at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Twitter sphere at TFLifers. Get your league in here. We recap them every single week and even have some call-ins sometime. We're hoping, well, actually next week, unfortunately, we're going to be without Brandon. We are. Oh. So we're going to have a new third chair next week. Spoiler. So we're going to go from the king to the so, to some, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I want to tease this or not, but um, a supreme leader. A supreme Ooh. leader. If you will. Um, but yeah, I so get on the bus um, for sure. It is a fun time. The only podcast in Central Ohio that offers this service where yep. we will talk about your team and say who's in the lead. You can just tune in to us and find out how you're doing. So we were supposed to have um, our friend DJ over at the Paul Jenny Memorial League. Unfortunately, He's he is sick. under the weather. Did he lose um, his game sick. this week? Is that what it was? Yeah, I feel bad for him. Yeah. So, um, so he's over there in the Paul Jenny League. So we got Project BA over there at 2-0. Um, Stan Lee's Endgame also at 2-0. Uh, our friend DJ is over there at 1-1. One one. By the way, I assume we're still reading the abbreviated names. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, didn't didn't really preview them, um, so just kind of winging it here. Um, Seductive Stare is 0-2. Groundskeeping 0-2. Harmless Norton 2-0. Um, Harambe Manslams and um, R&T over there at 1-1. One and, one. and then Limbo Drivers is still 0-2, unfortunately, in the bottom of the Cohen division. Uh, our friend Chris over with the Brewmaster and my father-in-law, um, they pulled out, unfortunately, um, a loss this week. Um, so pulling out wasn't really the right phrase to use there. Hmm. Um, so they're one and one. They got to win the first week, unfortunately, not the second week. Um, but over there leading there is Leatherheads at 2-0, and Hardliners at 1-1, and Woolly Bullies at 2-0, and Bi-Week 1-1, and Polar Bears 1-1, and Fixed Income, which is a great name, 0-2, Gridiron Greats 2-0, and Baker's Dozen 2-0, um, Jay smack our friend Jay at 0-2 and beats by Ray at 0-2 as well. If you're in a league and you're 0-2, how worried should you be? I, I think, as we were saying earlier, we just don't know. Yeah. I think that there's lots of room for things to happen. We know that the these ga- these leagues are won and lost um, in, the, in the trenches. Mm-hmm. So I think you may be referring to me, who is 0-2 in our other league. Oh, with no, our work not, league. Not a, I would never throw shade like that. Oh, my God. Always, I, I, mean, I, I mean, you would, <laughs> even though you weren't just now. I was really worried you were doing that. Speaking of our work league, John and I. Uh-huh. Um, so, Raider Nation, the commissioner, which is very suspect, over there at 2-0. My next victim. Good. T. Neal, uh, uh, top scorer, uh, 2-0 as well. Straight cash homies, 2-0. Our friend Kevin, 
Motor City Convex two and zero. John, you're over there at one and one. He really crushed me, but yeah. it was lucky. Mm, good, it was lucky. Still, Curtin got a win at one and one, and there are four teams at zero and two. Um, myself, our really good friend Bri- uh, Bethany, Easy Breezy Beautiful, Ooh, who easy, her team breezy, name not is so not so beautiful anymore. Captain TBD and all on my feelings. Uh, all over there at 0-2. More like easy breezy wheezy. Yeah, my, my, my team over there is just really weird. I was telling Brandon on the way over here that like I can't even like pick up the defense that I want for some reason. It's just that things aren't working out. Um, my, my first pick over there was Chubb, and we'll talk about the Browns later, but it's just not been um, easy for me over there in that league. Well, DJ and I are in that league, and Raider right. Nation, we are going to come and take you down. I hope you do. I'm rooting for you this week. taking yeah. you down. Doubt it. Um, a couple other leagues we're following, uh, leagues that our commissioner is in. Um, his one team got another win, which is great, um, against um, lots of letters ending in four real. Um, this is fine. Also got a win. Blakers Dozen got a win as well. And then Bendit Like Beckham won over Blarvis Blandry, which is a nice team name. Um, he also won his other league, More Than a Thielen, against No More Care Bear. Our good friend Shelby unfortunately lost her game against Bloody Marys and Hail Marys. But her lovely husband, um, Kyle, got a win. My ball is at Gertz, his first win of the year. So congratulations to him. And also, our commissioner's lovely wife, Cody. Uh, Happy Galladays. Nice Ooh, name. Ooh, nice yep. name. Um, got a commanding 30-point win. I might steal that. Uh, over Minimum AP in that league. So Minimum AP, you suck. And Cody, with child, crushing fantasy football right? you know how those moms are they can get pretty aggressive that's true yeah, and our yeah. friend uh andy up in northeast ohio yes i don't know what the league name is i don't think it matters anyway <laughs> uh doesn't anymore couple guys sitting at two and zero over there uh pour one out for my homies his name is tyreek and mm-hmm. absentee bird dad uh middle of the pack at one and one our boy andy hooked on a thielen uh pagnota's pounders tuesdays are for landry which i think is a great name Tuesdays are for laundry. Like laundry. Laundry. Oh, yes. People do laundry on Tuesdays? That's the thing. Yeah, it's, when it's do like you... NFL commercial. Yeah, it's Sundays. Sun... It's laundry day. No, Sunday's laundry day. No, Sunday is football day. But you work on Tuesdays. During... Mo- Never mind. Moving on. No, no, no we are not going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Bringing up the bottom of the league. Uh, full Chubb, Super Camario Brothers, and a girlie has no name at 0-2. Also great. Really good names over there yeah. in Andy's league. All I right. like it a lot. Hey, if our good friend Dwayne is listening, I lost your phone number so I can't text you, but <laughs> let us know what your league is up to. Our new segment on this fancy life, Misconnections. <laughs> I lost the number. And that's a misconnection. <laughs> Oh, we're having too much fun here tonight, guys. All right, taking a break, and then coming up with our classic segments, injuries. Love that guy, hate that guy, and the mailbag is quite full. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I've got, I got to, got to hop in here. Got to hop in here. Excuse me, excuse me. Um, Beyonce had the greatest music video of all time. Uh, I'm gonna let you finish. However, I just gotta, gotta real. Don't, you, don't you dare, don't you dare mute me, Brandon King. Too late. Guess just got a real quick. That was a, that was a quick victory, victory beer. This segment um, brought to you by. This segment brought to you by uh, the San Francisco 49ers putting on a 41 
to 17. I won't say a walloping of the Cincinnati Bengals. He doesn't seem Bengals. like a very bright guy. <laughs> um, so Brandon's a Bengals fan. I'm a Niners fan. We had a little side bets. Brandon uh, purchased me a very nice set of beverages for, for the win on Sunday. Um, Brandon, any, any thoughts about your, your Bengals performance on Sunday? Uh, it was bad. Moving on, it's time for the injury report. Let's talk a little bit about no, who got let's hurt. Talk more about the Niners. So, uh, as we said, we got some big things happening. Ah! What? What is it? I got a splinter. Ah! And we'd like to say that uh, you know most of these guys should just get up and and go, but there are several quarterbacks that have taken a shot. Rothless Raper is out for the season. Foles broke his collarbone. He might be back in time for, I'm wrong about that. He broke his collarbone. <laughs> Seaman is on the injured reserve uh, with a bad ankle. Drew Brees might be back in six weeks after they check out his hitchhiking thumb. Uh, Darnold has mono. He might be back for the Eagles. Uh, Tyreek Hill is still kind of gone with some broken sternum thing. And Inunua, it was just announced this week, is out in the IR. So some pretty big names gone. The Jets obviously cannot afford to lose any more players. If you're a Sammy Watkins fan, you're probably going, Tariq, you can just stay out for a few days. Uh, but those are some big outs for fantasy football for sure. Oh, my gosh. This beer is so good, Brandon. In the questionable category, we've got, uh, as we said, Devin Singletary's got a hammy string. Damian Williams from Kansas City is questionable. LaShawn McCoy from Kansas City is questionable. Jimmy Connors got a bad knee. Tavon Austin is questionable. And Sterling Shepard, Slayton and Lattimore and Golden Tate, all giant receivers, are all questionable. Like the really really big receivers? Um, Tall, strong? They're giant receivers. Mm. And Demarius Thomas, uh, we just found out Marlon Mack is is in having a problem. Tevin Coleman has been upgraded, actually, to questionable. Um, Najoku was concussed and went out of the Browns game, and now we find out he has a wrist injury and is going to need surgery and is probably going to be out for the season, which is in a long line of, of tight ends that we said are going to be hurt. Greg Olson is banged up. Jordan Reed is banged up. And Jimmy Graham is also questionable. In the doubtful category, A.J. Green is still doubtful. Uh, Brandon, you might be the expert on that. What do you know about A.J. Green? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, he is just out. Just I out. I didn't know anything about doubtful. He is week to week. Um, probably another one or two before he's back. I mean, there's only doubtful in and out, so yeah. I guess they just put him doubtful. Michael Gallup is doubtful, probably out for this week. Alshon Jeffrey, doubtful, probably out for this week. So some pretty big names, and as you can see, if you looked at our league activity, you can see what's happening. There are a lot of, a lot of people trying to find replacements. If you are playing the Giants this week, they have no wide receivers, so you can count on that defense being pretty tight. Yeah, they are going to be really happy when Golden Tate comes back in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of deep cuts, Golden Tate. Um, shout out to Collective Arts. Jam up the mash dry hopped sour. Uh, making that Niners win taste just the more sweet or sour. Um, so, fantasy implications, I would say. Um, so, do we? So Breeze and Big Ben, two big ones. Does that make you... So, I have Michael Thomas. You have Juju? No. No. Do you guys have any Steelers or Saints? Well, I have Kamara. Kamara. And uh, I've heard two things. One thing is that Kamara is going to get a bigger workload because they're going to rely on him more again. Bridgewater, at least for a couple of weeks, is going to want to dump things off. They're going to want to do some running, keep it on the ground. Then other people are saying that Kamara is going to take a hit in production. 
but Latavius Murray is also kind of banged up, so uh, it is uh, Kamara only. Yeah. So, and for and for Thomas, like I'm worried that for him and Drew Brees' connection was very much dependent on like long passes and taking advantage of like mismatches and things like that. And I just don't know if Teddy Bridgewater can do that same thing with Michael Thomas. Well, I think anytime you have a backup quarterback, you have a couple of weeks of timing issues, where especially for the guys that are running the posts and the out patterns, uh, it takes some time to figure out what, how they take an underthrow, how they take an overthrow. So, uh, yeah, if you have a, a backup quarterback and you have those um, outside receivers, you're probably going to take a hit on your points. Yeah, and in yeah. Pittsburgh, like we were talking earlier about Vance McDonald being a positive, I think, because Randolph would rely on the tight end, and Vance has already gotten a lot of targets this year already. And for Juju, the thing is he has underperformed even with Big Ben, um, and they have just looked not great in general. So I'm even more worried about Juju being, I have Juju in my other league, Juju being um, even less of a factor with Mason Rudolph, um, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. King, comment? Oh, I was going to say uh, on the Teddy Bridgewater deal, I think he is in best case scenario. Sure, yeah. Are you kidding me? Because he's yeah. got such great weapons around yeah. him that can make up for what he's going to lack. Yeah. And you, you kind of you kind of trust um, Sean Payton yeah. to at least put him in the right positions. Mm-hmm. And, and he was there all last year. I think he could have left this offseason, but he didn't. Yep. Or they paid him or something. Um, so he wants to be there. They want him there. Um, there there's some trust, I think, yeah. with Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints organization. And um, Big Ben's out all year. Yeah. And um, we're, we we imagine Drew Brees is going to be back four to six weeks, whatever that prognosis is. Um, so it isn't a long-term thing, whereas Big Ben and the Steelers, that is a, I mean, that season looks like it's not going to go well. Yeah, yeah. If you're Daniel Jones and you're looking at your wide receiver crew for the Giants and your first start is next week, you have got to so, be going, are you kidding me? I mean, can we name the Giants' number one receiver? Because Sterling Shepard is hurt. Really can't. <laughs> yeah. Really can't. Really can't. But I, for real, though, Golden Tate's going to come back in two weeks. I maybe could have told you that Sterling Shepard was a giant. Yeah. So Golden Tate come back. He's number one guy. So look out for Golden Tate in two <laughs> weeks. All right. Um, so next week in our league, we've got some pretty big matchups. Game of the week. Um, the scoring leader in our league, Brian Prescott D's Nutsmith, taking on uh, last year's loser, Fly Eagles Fly, 2-0 versus 2-0. One of those teams I can predict is not going to be 3-0 and after this week. Not anymore going to be undefeated. Bold prediction, guys. Um, who do we think pulls that win out? Um, As of right now, of course, Smith is projected to win 126-115. to 115. <laughs> Are you playing audio over there in your computer, John? Wow, so unprofessional. Don't worry, um, I'll, I'll cut that in post. Yeah, <laughs> that's all the editing we do. Well, since I'm on, um, <laughs> so the Giants' uh, number one wide receiver right now is a fifth-year player out of Michigan State. Sure. The well-known already has 91 yards and 10 receptions at a 9.1 yards per average uh, reception. Oh, wow. That's good math. Benny wow. Fowler. Ah, oh, Benny. Wide receiver Jets. one. So if you're looking for that deep cut... That is as deep as it gets. That's all the way down to the artery kind of cut. Yeah, so back to our game of the week, Smith versus Scuds. Um, Fly Eagles Fly has Barkley against Tampa Bay and Patrick Mahomes. Um, And then we got Smith over there with Prescott against Miami. Could be a huge day over there. Um, But his first pick overall, Bell against New England. That could be dicey. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, on the bottom, we're gonna a team's gonna have a win after Hans plays Brandon. Too many cooks versus Hans. Teams ten. Um, 
So we think maybe Hans is time for a win there. I mean, Feels he like should, it. but Feels this like is, I mean, Hans, again, one of the things that really irritates me about Hans, and I know he's not <laughs> listening, so that irritates me too, but the fact that he does this, and then it always seems to be that he his turnaround starts with his game against me. So when does he play? So <laughs> I, I, it's like two games from now. Yeah. So that's probably when he's going to be on his three-game winning streak or whatever. All right, so John, you play Sean. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that should be a good game. I've got a pretty pretty wide advantage right now especially with my dallas cowboys playing uh defense playing the dolphins and he as i recall is it his wide receiver core that is pretty low in the position rank uh, well Devonte adams uh samuel no. boyd um well i mean it's, no look at what are his running backs it might be his running backs I'm yeah josh of. jacobs and chubb yeah. um yeah chubb for, has been a, a letdown i have him in my other league too and yeah that's a tough thing um and he's one of those guys again you get stuck with guys like chubb that you can't not start yeah. right and yet i mean he's just not been producing like he should have been so when you look at his team you're like your running backs you really don't have much and when you both of your running backs aren't great and then you've got a couple of good wide receivers I mean, I've got a number one tight end and a number one and two running back. My, actually, the only guy that's not in the top 25 on my team that's important is Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. And, you know, why he's not in the top 25, not because of talent. Yeah, good match. And your quarterbacks, too. Brady versus Jackson. That'd be, that'd be nice. That'd Brady, be Brady has those jits. Uh, Brandon, you're up against the commish. I am. You could make the commish 0-3. I plan to. That's, Ooh, how would that feel? Uh, it would feel pretty good. Yeah, um, the commish's team seems to be in a bit of a... You know, a slump. And I don't want to say in our preseason predictions that You're not the, saying uh, the algorithm for his team sucking was pretty obvious, but uh, that's what's happening. And we're going to have him on next week to talk about his 0 3 <laughs> start. So <laughs> should be pretty fun. He does have Gurley against Cleveland, so that could be, could be a good thing. Um, and I'm taking on Jeff, uh, our good friend Jeff the Vulture. He's 0-2, I'm 2-0. Crushed him last week. Yeah, I really don't see, really don't see Jeff winning here. Oh my gosh, Big Jeff and I are our receivers, I believe, and these I'm spitballing these numbers, but I believe Big Jeff had 14 total points for his running backs, and I had 15 total points for my running backs. I mean, we know projections don't matter, right? but right. I'm projected to beat Big Jeff by 37 points. Ooh. So, there's that. Uh, finally, our last two segments every single week. We talk about guys that we love. I love the guy. Well, I keep hating to beat a dead bingle. I mean, dead horse. Um, but uh, the guy that I love this hey. week, Homer pick here. Um, I think Breda over in the Niners. I think he might be a guy sitting on your bench. I think that, um, yes, I have been... Um, I've said this year that the Niners running back core is... All over the place, and like last week, we saw um, you know Colonel Mustard getting some touchdowns. We saw um, the third string guy, I think it was Miller. I don't even know his name getting touchdowns, but uh, Breda I think has solidified himself as the number one guy over there in San Francisco. <coughs> Excuse me, super fast. They play the Steelers at home, their first home game of the year. I think that is going to be another win. I think the Steelers are with Mason Randolph. I think this is going to be another uh, beating of the AFC North. Um, yes, he's, he'll split time with uh, Colonel Mustard. Tevin Coleman, we said, was upgraded to questionable. I still have not heard anything even remotely sound that he's healthy. Um, so I think if Brita's on your bench, he may be... I think it's a good flex play, uh, Brita over there in the Bay Area. Now the guys I love is it's defenses and the, the Cowboys playing the Dolphins, the Patriots playing 
um, the Giants are the Buccaneers playing the Giants and the Patriots playing the oh gosh who are the Patriots playing the Jets the, the Jets yep. I, all three of those defenses uh, they're gonna score big yeah again these lopsided games the past couple weeks are pretty insane yep. Yeah, Brandon, who do you love? I uh, surprisingly love Mitchell Trubisky. Whoa, let's go. I know he hasn't had a great start so far. He's not. Um, but Washington has not looked good. Sure. By any means. Um, and he's got, they got all the pieces in place. Yep. They just can't fit them together. Yep. But I think Monday night is going to be when he turns Yeah, prime time. Yeah, I have Robinson in my other league, and I'm really hoping that Robinson was like the only shining star in that offense. And even last week, he didn't do anything, so... I hope you're right about that. I, th- I think many of us want to root for the Bears. Yeah. I think it's fun when the Bears are good. I think that defense is really fun with Khalil Mack. Um, yeah, I agree. I-, I hope I hope they turn that around over there in Chicago. Um, unfortunately, there are also guys that we hate. Oh, I hate that guy. I'm going to get this out of the way because I feel really bad, but I just don't – I really hate – those Browns, starting those Browns right now just doesn't feel good. They're playing the Rams. The three of us watched that Browns game on Monday night together, and they got a win against the Jets, but boy, it didn't feel oh, like a win. No. And when was the last time that you could say in Cleveland that a win didn't feel good? But man, that one didn't feel good. Um, Baker did not look comfortable back there in the pocket. Uh, he's running around back there. Happy feet. Uh, Chubb got a fairly, he had one touchdown, but apart from that, not much. Um, specifically, I mean, OBJ had a huge game. I think Landry's a hard start, mm-hmm. especially if you have anybody else even remotely close to being better. Chubb, we just said it's hard, it's hard to sit Chubb. Um, but man, it's just, it's hard to see them up against the Rams, especially Chubb. I mean, they're not going to be running like we, I mean, like we were saying earlier about Mixon, those mm-hmm. teams that get behind. Um, I think just Landry and Chubb, those are just hard, hard starts this week against the Rams. They are home. Um, Sunday night, another primetime game for the Browns. Uh, but man, just didn't I, I, the prove me wrong, Browns. Yeah. Prove me wrong. No, I'm right there with you. I yeah. think um, Baker's going to have a terrible game. Um, I don't see Odell doing much of anything. I mean, Joku's hurt too, we heard about. Not only did he yeah. have a concussion, but I guess he hurt his wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not good. And uh, my hate of the week is Jokobi Brissett. Uh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> That the Colts are going to do anything. They'll probably give it to Marlon Mack, but stay away from who that Who might be guy. hurt. And, well, yeah, who might be hurt. So uh, stay away from him. Not going to be a thing. Brandon, who do you hate besides John? I just said the Browns. I was right there with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, God, we pay, agree. Man. Pay attention. Oof, he only cares about himself. Right, we we got to wrap this show up. All right. Well, last thing we do, we got to go out to the street, and we got to check the mail. Mail time. Mail time. You can be in our bag, our mailbag that is, by emailing us at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. So sorry to our good friend Dustin over at the Paul Jenny Memorial League. Um, We forgot, we were remiss and forgot his email last week. We didn't see that. Um, Brandon has control of the email, so he missed that email last week, unfortunately. Um, But here we are, 12 days late. Uh, We're going to feature Dustin's email here in the podcast. Um, subject commissioner from the Stone Age. Uh, it's from Dustin. Uh, hey guys, it's great to be back on the bus for another season. Agree, Dustin. The week one episode, uh, which is so far away now, left me confounded, however. So much doubt of Le'Veon Bell. Apparently no Browns fans like myself hosting this show, that's true, who have watched an immensely talented Bell destroy the Browns defense season after season. Doesn't matter the situation in New York, 
Bell is going to do what he always does, make defenses look silly. As you mentioned, my boys at Paul Jenny did indeed draft on Labor Day, though you forgot to bring up that the owner of Justice for Harambe, still clinging to 2016 jokes, drafted a defense in the 11th round. Despicable. Also wanted, that was the emo, not me, Despicable. Um, also wanted to give a shout out to my Luddite commissioner, who would rather keep the league on a lame group text like this 2004, rather than use the beautiful, elegant Slack workspace that I set up for the league during the offseason. I hope DJ takes plenty of pics of the trophy on his Motorola Razor this season because the West Virginia limo drivers will be taking it home soon enough. Regards, Dustin Kelly. Dustin, that was a great message. Thank you so much. I'm with Dustin, by the way. Slack is pretty nice. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Slack is so... I wish I had a reason to use Slack. Yeah. Yeah, and DJ, for not using Dustin... If if Dustin went out of his way to make you a Slack, uh, you should really use it. Real quick, the Le'Veon Bell thing is interesting. Because I think he's right. I think a lot of us are pretty down on Bell. And he has had 23 points and 20 points the first two weeks of the season. Um, the Jets are bad. And they're only getting worse. <laughs> However, um, Bell has not been that bad of a pick so far. So I think Dustin could be right um, in that regard. But I also would like to say that Motorola, Motorola Razor is a pretty nice Amazing phone. Instrument. It's Amazing a pretty phone. good phone. It, I have historically dropped mine on the toilet twice in one night. <laughs> And it still worked. Oh, yeah, that thing was indestructible. Uh, hey, we should get out of here. So it's been super fun today doing this one. And this is the end of our uh, episode four, season three uh, show. And Chris, thanks so much for it leading this uh, disaster. This is a fun one. And I'm John. I'm Chris. And I'm Brandon. And Brandon, will you play us out?